0: ready
1: for the word? Yes, alright father we thank you we ask and we say there is illumination the height of our understanding is the lighting there is no confusion in this atmosphere every heart can build you as we see ourselves in you there is clarity there is light and we say your name alone known is glorified as we are defined in the name of Jesus amen amen, amen. alright 2nd Timothy 3.15 let's study God's word you know like i was saying i said as we you know as we preach the gospel we're going to face oppositions oppositions are part of the gospel but they don't break us are you getting what i'm saying oppositions don't break us you will see hafax her here and there people are going to call you names We are going to say oh this i know some of you in your heart you're calling me names i said this guy is extreme every time we come to church every time it's just teaching 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 teaching. <laughs> well <laughs> those who have been with me for a long time will tell you i've been doing this for a while <laughs> uh, yeah so um uh, our church one, one tradition and one culture of our church is that we are built on a strong teaching foundation how many of you know that How many of you know that? We are built on a very, very strong, systematic teaching foundation. How many of you know that? How many of you know it? Some of you who have been with me for quite a while, you will know that, if there's anything I don't joke with, I don't joke with teaching of God's Word. Because you cannot grow as a Christian without the knowledge of God's Word. The reason why we have so many unbeliefs today many people who cannot defend their faith as they ought to is because they probably took bible study with levity they took it casually they didn't take bible study very seriously and in our church one of the things you must get used to is going to be a strong culture of god's word i am going to see i i make some of you have been with me i've told you i've made certain vows to you guys i am going to teach you everything Everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. As you are thinking about the question, I have already answered. <laughs> Go check some of our materials. If you check the old archives and the new one, you will find a lot of why questions. Why this? In fact, there was a teaching I did, I think, in 2020, is it 2020 or 2021? Why the Falling? Why do people fall down that gospel listening to that message? Why is it that if I taught you, if some of the lay ends so you, you fall down that gospel out. Listening to the message, we I try to answer a lot of questions in why. If you mm-hmm. listen to did we sin in Adam, it was a question. You must, when you listen to that kind of message, you have to be thinking. Did we sin in Adam? Ah, so does that mean that everybody is born a sinner? Or we are not all born a sinner? I answer that question. So, we must... So, and that's, that is us. Yeah, that, that's us as a local church. That's me. And it's a culture we cannot stop. We are built on a strong culture of prayer, a strong culture of teaching of God's word, and a strong culture of evangelism. That's our culture in this local church. And you must get used to it. You must be a praying Christian. And they call Shawshah the flow of the Spirit. We don't joke with the flow of the Spirit. The leading of the Spirit in his practice. I have series, teaching of the. I have, you can listen to the message. I have, as of now, I have leading of the Spirit Series 1, leading of the Spirit Series 2. I have inward witness. You can listen to it. As of now, I'm still going to do more. More. I'm still going to do more. <laughs> I'm already preparing my next year subject. My next year. I'm ready. I didn't know all this. I'm ready packaging. I didn't know what I'm teaching next year, February. I didn't know what I'm teaching in March next year. And we are not there. That's to tell you how far I am going. So, if you are not... So, you must, as a Christian, you must, you must even learn to... You must be on the edge in Bible study. You know, I was I told, telling myself as I was studying this week, like, Man, my God, my people are so far behind. I was. I was telling myself that I was studying God's Word this this week because i i i haven't the well, i studied this week i haven't studied like that in a while so i had to look at so many things so much and i thought myself wow my church is lacking behind i need to teach so much so if you think i'm teaching i have not started honestly <laughs> i'm not joking because i was looking at so many things in the scripture and i'm like where do i start? before i even get to this point because i was just looking at everything i was just like i, I got to a stage one time and i closed my door like, before i get to this point i can't imagine how many junctions i'm going to pass you know so you must be on the edge you must as this message will come out listening to it again this is an introduction it's an introduction into a series that might take me the next 15-20 years to settle that we are still going to keep unraveling. I just wanted to introduce this series to us, this gospel. What is, if we say this gospel, and we're going to see so much in this series. Because we're going to start it properly next year. We're going to start the series one properly next year. And we're going to see, okay, what's the beginning? I'm going to teach you things like, what did, what message was preached to Abraham? Because the Bible says, Abraham believed and was accounted to him for right. One message was preached to him. So, can we call Abraham's gospel our gospel in today's world? You know, we're going to answer so many questions. We're going to. So, our local church is built on a strong tradition. A very strong. So, if you are not ready for proper Bible study, just know that this church is not yours. And I'm sorry, I can't help you. If you are not ready to be so diligent with God's word, (laughs) you can start going. Let me leave the service right now, Well Probably I'm just joking. <laughs> i you have to be strong. You, you, know, you, know, it's just like medical school, right? No, no, you don't just enter medical school and come out of it and say you're not a doctor. You don't just enter in today and come out tomorrow and say you're not a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. You don't just do that, right? If even before you enter the school, you know, you know the sweat you're going to, you're going to pass through. I remember when people were trying to enter nursing school, just nursing school that even normal children enter. She cried and she cried her heart out. You know? So, imagine, now, imagine we think God's word like that, with that much intensity. And that's because the country or the teachers don't want to produce fake nurses. Right? They don't want to produce fake doctors. Same way with the study of God's word. We don't want to produce fake ministers of the gospel. We don't want to, that's why you can see, I, I keep telling you, that's why you see t- preachers come on the pulpit and they say anything and get away with it. That's because they are not properly trained. I can't just say anything. No. My people, I expect all of you to be intelligent. You are going to ask me questions. Before I came here today, I sat in your shoes to see what I'm going to explain so that if you ask me questions, I know how to answer it. So I think through my notes. I looked at my nose several times. Certain things I took out. Certain things I had to eat again, just because I knew I'm not ready to teach people who are zombies, who will just be kwashoko Christians. You know what kwashoko means? You can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so you must be built on a strong culture of gospel, a very strong culture. Think listening to we have we have tons of materials already tons we already have caravan of god for you to study about six sessions available now another six sessions coming to you soon listening to it i'm going to start a question i'm going to start a series and that's just a prelude into a series i'm going to start next year on did god do it we're going to start answering questions of the old testament was God involved in the killings of those in the Old Testament? something like Sodom and Gomorrah was God involved in that? we're going to start studying all those gray areas things like um, Job's story was God involved? was he God who caused the calamities of Job? Was he God who was involved in the killings in the Old Testament or the Amalekite or the Jebusite or the killings? Was he God involved? We're going to start and start looking at. It. Those seriousness. So if you have not studied character of God, you can't you can't match up. Because we have progressions we are going to. And I used to tell you, I said, church is like a Bible school. The local church should be a Bible school where you come to learn God's word. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a place where you come to learn. In the olden times, in the early, in the early, in the in, in the early church. Paul thought night into day, morning into night, just teaching God's word. Men will sit and they don't have comfortable chairs like you are sitting. No. if they had comfortable chairs, um, Eutychus would not have fallen down from a cliff <laughs> and died. With fell down died. Paul woke him up and continued teaching. They didn't say praise God, hallelujah. The Lord just rose somebody up from the dead. Then, let's do praise and worship service just to thank God for the dead that was risen. Paul said, give him food and call continued. Hallelujah. God. That's diligence. That's discipline. Jesus spent 40 days upon the resurrection teaching the disciples. 40 days in the glorified body. <laughs> teaching the disciples for 40 days. Moses in the wilderness gathered those people in Exodus. Teaching. That's when he was teaching them Genesis. Teaching them Abraham. Teaching them Joseph. Teaching them Jacob. That's what he was doing. Genesis was te- Moses' teaching notes. Because it has happened before Exodus. So to understand Exodus, you read Genesis. To understand Leviticus, you read the preceding world. Are you getting it? So Moses' teaching notes was Genesis. So what was he teaching? He was telling that there was a guy called Noah. Was saying there was a guy called Abraham in the wilderness teaching them day and night, and they didn't believe. So we can't joke. We can't, because of we are in America, we are in New York, allow New York to enter our life. No, not me and you. No. Those of you who have been with me know how much I don't joke with teaching. No. I spend days, nights, will teach gospel, we we'll look at it. Sometimes midnight, sometimes some of you have slept. I remember when I was teaching, did we see another half of everybody were sleeping. I'm sure that's why they don't understand it till tomorrow. Very soon, you're going to do an exam on it. <laughs> I'm not talking to everybody, but those who are in that service, that day. <laughs> you know, things like that. So, our local church is built on a strong culture of, Teaching of God's Word, I don't joke with teaching of God's Word. I can play with you, do everything. When it comes to God's Word, no, I don't joke with it. Because this is serious business. Without this, you can't grow. And my responsibility as a pastor is to ensure that you are growing. My responsibility is not so that you'll be coming to me and be saying, Pastor, 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 no, so that you look at the scriptures yourself. Like I told you, I am going to teach everything. I'm not... Age is on my side. I'm not dying anytime soon. Hallelujah. I'm not. Everything. As you are thinking of the question, I'm giving you the answer. I'm telling you. I'm not joking. It's an hope we have made. It's a vow. It's a commitment. We're going to look at the old CCC's book, old By the time I'm dying, I'm going to... Uh, uh, new generations will be like... ah. Uh, Generation after we like, we already have the Bible explained all true for us, Hallelujah. So we're not joking with this, no, we're not. So when you come for the meetings, our, that's why you see our Sunday service. We don't joke. We study God's word. We don't say, oh yeah, testimony time, victory uh, time. Is it that testimonies are not happening in your life? Testimonies are happening. We know. <laughs> we don't say, oh oh yeah, drama time. It can never happen. The there are things that can never, you should not expect in this church. We can never have drama time. It's not possible. We can't have choreography time or praise dance. To inspire. I remember I was having a conversation with a lady and she said, He blesses life. Tell you go, she has repented. She has repented now. She's not like that. I don't know if she can go and listen to this person. She has repented. But before she repented, she said, Ah, once people pray songs like that, Things by hey. there's a way it moves the soul. I say, ah. I say my own soul is not moved. He see, you cause you, your own you always just added. I said, <laughs> 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 It can never happen here. Never. But I can tell you for sure what will happen here. You will always find me teaching. <laughs> you will always find the person who will be on this will be teaching. Or you will find us praying. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, You find us flowing with the Spirit, giving tongues, hallelujah, utterances, revelation, power, gifts, demonstrating the gifts of the Spirit, healing the sick. You will always find that, yeah, glory, glory to God. You will, you will. But, um, which other thing do they do in churches? I forgot now. it's been a while. I went to Orthodox churches now. Uh, we should, which, which other thing, um, memory verse. Thanksgiving Sunday is never going to happen here. Baby dedication. Baby dedication? Yeah. Maybe. No, but it's not going to happen. We'll go and pray in your house. But it's not going to Church is a serious business. You can't imagine in Paul's church. So, Ananias and Sapphira or let's say Aquila and Priscilla. Priscilla say, Praise God, praise God, and Paul is dancing with the baby. No, imagine Paul. Imagine Paul doing it. It can't happen. No. Our anointing service. What am I anointing? Or car dedication. Dedication of the car you have not paid fully. You know, people celebrate it. Yeah. Even in this America, just go collect car in in Ben's company and come to church and say, the Lord gave you a car. How did the Lord give you that? A car you've not finished paying for. Bro! (laughs) It's not going to happen here. No. It's never. But you will find us praying in thorns. Hallelujah. Yes, if you don't like it, <laughs> you better start liking it. you find us praying in thongs. and I'm not saying praying in English. Praying in tongues. We're lifting our voice. Shouting in tongues, Lifting your wigs and dropping them. Offering your high heels and, and, and standing. And tying your wrapper very well. As a guy you're rolling up your sleeves and saying his prayer time. You always find that here. Yeah, Hallelujah. Praise God. <gülüyor> you will. You always find rejoicing in the spirit. Glory to God. Lord, God. You, will. you will. You will. You find us laughing, running around, acting like we are mad, acting like we are drunk men. Glory to God. Lord. Yeah, you will find that. You find us healing the sick, you find us raising the dead, you find us ministering sick, ministering help by revelation. You will. But other things, no, it's not gonna be found here. You find us singing glory to God and singing the right songs. <gülüyor> <gülüyor> it's not, eh, eh, um eh, 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 songs like eh, eh, we are in your presence, eh, or eh. Open the flood. this one I'm even looking for. Uh, eh, there is something that makes me. Come into your presence. You won't find that here. You will find Tumba. You will dance it. No, you will dance with the Holy Ghost. So you'll find the truth, us practicing the truth of God's word here. Hallelujah. Praise God. You find us giving also. I was saying no i don't want to give you're gonna give (laughs) you'll find us giving so we must stay with the traditions of the scriptures praise god we must we must those are core cultures of our local church so you better get used to it if you think it's boring start getting used to the boringness but i don't think it's boring do you think it is Someone someone not responding. Alright, the gospel is the commit. As I start to round off now, the gospel is God's commitment to man. I told you to open the Second Corinthians, 2 Timothy, right? 3:15. It says as from a child that has known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation, through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished. Unto all good works. So, like I've always told you, this is Paul reading to Timothy or writing to Timothy that the scriptures, and I explain, and I've, I've always explained to you that when he says, as from a child, that was known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make the wise unto salvation, he was referring to what? The Old Testament. The Old Testament is the Scriptures. They didn't have the New Testament as at the time Paul was writing. No, they didn't have it. They had the Scriptures. So, it says all Scriptures is given by the and is profitable for doctrine. That word doctrine is the Greek word the daskalia. It means teaching. 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 It means teaching. So, the Gospel is God's commitment to man. It is God's Astrid's arm, and the fact of the gospel speak, to, speak by itself. So, one thing that is in, inscribed inside the scripture is that we must teach it. One of the things you must do is you must learn to teach the gospel. I am not teaching you so that you can just be enjoying the knowledge of Christ. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing it so that you can get to your rooms. You can get to your schools, you can get to your hostels, you can get to your house, your family, and you are teaching the scriptures. You are teaching what you have learned. Look at in verse 14 of that same place, it says, But continue in the things which thou hast learned, and thou hast be assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. So, the facts of the gospel are the basics for faith so these details is very hard so we must not thaw in with the details of the scriptures you and i must not thaw with the details of the scriptures we must be found we must not even be found referring to them casually no you won't find comedy service in our church you won't find that people coming to make light of the scriptures no and say hey eh, everybody's not laughing no, we, be, we we take only things holy here. No. We can go to a comedy show, watch Kevin Hart, and sit down and cool and we cool off. That's fine, but not in the church. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with it. But not in church. We're not gonna come make light of what we think as sacred here. No. We'd rather rejoice in the spirit. No, we do God. Yeah. We'd rather do that. There's nothing wrong. In going there's comedy shows, like I myself I watch comedy shows, but that does not mean I'm gonna alight in church. Not in church. Oh. Because see, by the time we reduce so many things, it's it water downs the essence of Christianity, it water down the seriousness of the faith, it waters it down. So we must we must be found preaching the gospel, we must be found preaching the details of the gospel. In every service, in every sermon, in your conversations with your friend, in your converse, you must be found preaching the gospel. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1 to 4. He says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye stand, which also ye have received, where ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For i delivered unto you, first of all, that which I've also received: how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures; how that He was buried, and rose again from the third day, according to the Scriptures. So the events had the events that makes the Christ be the event that is the death, the burial, the resurrections. We must not be found making light of those things. We, we must don't. be found preaching it. So your neighbor says so you, we must be found. We must be found preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Ah, so your neighbor, Are you preaching? Are you preaching? preaching? What's the response? What is your, what's the response? Look at Peter. Peter at some point he trivialized the truth. He attempted to draw Jesus into a emo, emotional desire. But look, at Jesus gave him a sharp rebuke. Look at it, Matthew 16. Look at it, Matthew 16. Let's go to Matthew 16, everybody. Matthew 16, verse 21. Matthew 16, verse 21. He says, From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples, how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and raised again the third day. Verse 22. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, these shall not be unto me. Verse 23 says, But he thorned and said unto Peter, He says, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou hast an offense to me. For thou severest not the things that be of God, but those things that be of men. That was Satan. So that means to speak lightly of the sufferings of Christ is not of men. is of men, is of Satan. It's Satan that wants us to joke with the victims. The, the Jesus told them about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. Yeah. And Peter was like, ah, you're not going to die. You're not going to be buried. No. You're not gonna it, it was it was like it was trying to it, you know we can get so emotional and that's why we do so many things you know some of some of you now in your mind you're already thinking ah pastor is it not too much ah we're not going to have comedy time in church we're not going to have drama there's nothing wrong with it i know there's nothing wrong with it, but not in this church <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to meet likes of so many things can we do that when we have like an appreciation service definitely that's not a teaching service Hallelujah! We can do that. Can we do that when we have a birthday service? We, we did it when we had a birthday service. We played games, right? We did all of those things as a church, right? Yeah. But not when we are gathered in His name. <laughs> not when we say, service time. It is Antichrist. <laughs> that is what they call the Antichrist. <laughs> i'm going to teach you something sometimes not now not now not now the truth about antichrist anticipate for you not now not now because i have to get to a certain point before i make understand it. but i will let you know that the thing called antichrist is not a person antichrist there is no being called antichrist in fact if you have watched the precedence of history of humanity they told us of samara was the antichrist they even told us Barack Obama. I you. You heard that report that Barack Obama was anti christ I wonder if you heard that. They told us um, Adolf Hitler many years ago was an anti christ So now that Obama is not the president again, Some people have switched it that Donald Trump will be. i wonder not you heard that narrative of Donald Trump. The only one, it's like it's like Biden is still the safest person now because he has still not been the only one who had been. Have they, have, but I've I've not seen any band about him that is the antichrist yet. But all that thing. But Obama, uh, they said, why will a black man be the president? He is the one. They now calculated his name: B R A B R A C C K. That's C C C. They now say Usain Obama. And, uh-uh, they calculated everything. They just turned everything and do the maths. So you will see a picture online, just see CCCs on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that if you follow, if you if you learn to live in votes and superstitions of men, you're not going to achieve anything, you're not going to grow spiritually. You are not, not. That's why they told us Jesus is coming, so I remember there was one, there was one that told us Jesus is coming so May 5, 2011, I will never forget that day. In my life. I wonder if you remember that day. B5, 20.11. And I said, Jesus is coming soon. Me too. That level I think no, I was I was born again before that time But I was already thinking, Ah wow, 2011, which I was preparing in my mind, thinking Jesus is coming soon. Then they shifted it again. They said it is May 11, 2013. I knew now. I knew nah. This can't be it. I knew this can never be it. My mother told me a story. They said maybe in 1993, they said there was, I think in 1993, they said there was a time where everybody just started saying Jesus is coming soon. And everybody started selling their jewelry. Everybody, I'm not joking. In fact, my mother said she sold her jewelry. My mother said, that if you see my mother today, she doesn't wear jewelry. She said that's when she sold it. <laughs> he said, Because they said Jesus was coming soon in 1993. So, imagine, so it does not, it's not today. So, imagine you keep living with the trend of that. Now, there's another theory that is coming. I say, Go check on like There's one theory they say, 2051, the Lord is coming soon. Oh, I say, oh, okay, we'll be here, we'll be alive and watch. Just, just, just one is around the corner. We'll be here. So you can't live your life with treasure. and work. Are you getting what I am saying? You have to have a proper insight into God's Word. Are you getting me? So Antichrist is not a person. Are you getting me? If there's something I must make you understand today, I will still teach you, but not now is that Antichrist is not a person. It is actually a message. Any message that doesn't speak about the what Christ has done is Antichrist. Motivational message, Antichrist. That is the, the real Antichrist in the church. So Antichrist is in the church and we don't know. Pastors are preaching Antichrist message and you don't know. A message that contradicts the written word is Antichrist. The thought tells you you still need deliverance after you are born again. That's Antichrist. That tells you you need to be anointed with cooking oil. You know? Goya oil, cooking oil, virgin oil. They say you bring oil, it's called anointing service for preservation. That's Antichrist. Then they use, they pray on the oil that you use to fry plantain. They say bring salt, bring the sand in your heart, bring altar, bring honey to church. That's Antichrist. (laughs) I told you the story of how we brought belts and broom to church. That's Antichrist. And we're beating shares, bro. That's Antichrist. So Antichrist is not a person. Don't be deceived. In fact, the devil wants you to think he's a person so that he can keep pervading his world. You know, I told you how how to keep the devil far away from you. And what does the devil really want? If you listen to the message of what does the devil The devil doesn't want to be known. He doesn't like when we teach God's word and his his veil is unveiled. He doesn't like it. He likes to hide behind the scenes to do his work. He He doesn't like the truth. So he wants to keep deceiving people, so that you keep thinking he's not working. So it's like saying he's working somewhere, but he wants you to be looking at that other place. That's how the devil works. So he wants you to keep thinking it is Obama when it's actually a message in the church when it's actually a message that your pastor just preached. (laughs) Are you guessing what I'm saying? Just had some years ago, they told us um, weeks. They say weeks like this, they brought it from Marine Kingdom. many of you, those know. They said they brought it from Marine Kingdom. That l- l- lashes is from the armpits. That um, somewhere in Brazil, they washed it and they, they say it's demonic and they should this something. I said, ah. I said this is actually a social problem. These people are just very illiterate. Imagine they are in a corporate world; they won't be thinking that way. Some some people's mentality is just illiterate. some people they brought their illiteracy to the scriptures. That's all. Because I can't imagine how the way you can trace where they make it is now in the kingdom of Mary. How? That's Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? That's how some people came out one time to so said, they saw some men of God in hell. How? You think God wants everybody to just be going to hell? Listen guys, God does not want anyone in hell. He's, do you know what it means to save to the uttermost? Save to the uttermost means... You could have killed the whole world, but at your dying bed, if you just say, Jesus, I believe you, you have have saved. (laughs) Your sins are forgiven. So it's going to shock a lot of people how many people you're going to see on the last day. A lot of people you think they went to hell. That's why there's pastors in hospitals, you know? That's why there's pastors when they want to assassinate people. How many of you know that? Pastors read the scriptures today. You think at that point they are hopeless, they believe. And you will find them, those people that killed. You say, "Oh, this person killed my grandfather. This person did this. He robbed me. He did this." You just see the person standing with you and saying, "Hallelujah, Hosanna <laughs> on the last day." <laughs> Are we really going to be singing Hosanna, Hallelujah? We'll study that. <laughs> no, God is not a loser. He's a businessman. He's not a loser. He wins always. The devil can't win. Hallelujah. He can't win. It cost him to give himself and you expect him to lose to the devil? It's not possible. That's why you and I will be preaching so that the devil doesn't win. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, Jesus took care of sin. We addressed that already. Jesus took care of sin. And I told you, Antichrist is not a person, right? I mean, if you get that now, he's not a person. Antichrist is just a message. A message that is antichrist, a message that is not Christocentric, a message that is not speaking about what Christ has done. Does that make sense? A message that you come to the people and they tell you they twist the scriptures for you. You know what they call uh, mathematicians? We know these things. Uh, you do not show your walking to the answer. You just do, <laughs> you know, things like that. That's antichrist. So Jesus rebuked Peter he did that he called some four fools he described them in that light because the living understands the details of the gospel in luke 24 verse 25 to 27 so the gospel is god's commitment to man it is god's outstretched hands it is his promise fulfilled the facts of the gospel speaks for itself the facts of the gospel have the basics for faith So, we must never toy with the details of the scriptures. Tell your neighbor say we must never yes. toy yes. with the details of the scriptures. Yes. We must never. We must be preaching these details in every sermon, every preacher. When we go out on the street, we are preaching the details. Hallelujah. When we are in our rooms, when we are in our teaching meetings, when we are with our friends, even if it is just one person, when it is our siblings, we are still talking about the details. Hallelujah. The details of the scriptures, of the gospel, I explained to you, gospel means good news. The gospel doesn't mean somebody will go to hell. That's not gospel. I remember when I was younger when I want to preach to people, just so that they would believe me, I scare them. What do I do? I just tell them, see. Do you know that your sin has color? Your sin has color. As you are yellow like this, and do you know what it means? It means that you go to hell. So do you want to believe or you want to go to hell? After that, I tell I say, have you touched fire before? You see. I said, you know you touched that. and you put your, you took your hand back. <laughs> I said, this for your whole body will be born. I said, is it really? I said, yes. I said, your body will born. The Bible says they will be, I like that word, gnashing of teeth. Me and one of my friends, uh, what's his name again? Shino. Uh, his name is Shino. Where I think that I was in GS1, GS2. In high school at that time used to say gnashing of teeth that was our scripture gnashing of teeth we see, ah do you know what gnashing of teeth means so they, those people sh- as a way of showing us picture they will show us how the teeth has been twisted in fire the gnashing of teeth yeah. <laughs> I said you know your teeth is still complete who said do you want your teeth to be gnashed <laughs> you better believe <laughs> that's not gospel that's antichrist yes. <laughs> that's not gospel because you're preaching fear to people. That's not the message. It's good news. The message is a good news of what Christ has done. Hallelujah. He died for your sins. He was buried for your sins. He rose again for your sins. That's the message. That's the message. It is not about going to hell. No one goes to hell. I told you in last I told you on Tuesday. I said no one goes to hell because they rejected the gospel. <coughs> because they sinned. No. People go to hell because they rejected the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? People go to hell because they rejected the gospel. You're not in hell because you you sin, no. You're in hell because you simply rejected the gospel. You didn't believe in what Christ has done. That's all. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's all. So we must never joke with the details of the scripture. Many of us have watched, uh, I love. of know if you've watched Passion of Christ. We, they used to show it every Easter. I don't know if you've watched that, that movie. A lot of us have watched those movies and we've cried, we've wept. We're like, ah, my Lord was flogged. My Lord went through this. Some of you get so emotional. By the time they, they do the first lash, bah! You see? <laughs> 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 they give you the second, my Lord. And you're still going back to life. And that's your Lord. You know, those type of things are emotional salvation. You're only, you're only saved for that day. I know it because it has happened to me. And then I watched that movie when I was much younger. I'm only saved for that day. I just started thinking, they flogged Jesus for your sake. So when we were younger, we used to do something called Easter camping. So in Easter camping, they show us the movie. Right? They show us that movie in Easter camping. Then, after sometimes i'm the one who will come to preach and i'll say brethren (laughs) brethren you just watched how they flog your love that's not my lord that's the actor (laughs) that guy is an actor not my lord dude i say brethren brethren it's better we cry it's better we cry let's cry and let us go for forgiveness Come and see. Do, do, how many of you know that that type of service will be sweet, especially as, you, as if you are the one preaching. Oh, you guys have not experienced that. Level. If you are the one preaching that, you just like ah, everybody's <laughs> the glory of God is moving. <laughs> <laughs> no man, you should be actually be excited. God does not want you to be crying when when that was happening. God wants you to be shouting glory, hallelujah. Yeah. When we are teaching about the burial of the resurrection, because no one be crying. No, he doesn't want you to feel pity for him. No, he wants you to be rejoicing. He did it for you. Hallelujah. Praise it's God. just like saying somebody, it's just like saying you have a, a debt, like $10,000 debt on your credit card, and somebody says, don't worry, I got it. How are you going to feel? No, tell me. No, <laughs> let's practice it. How are you going to feel? How are you going to feel? <laughs> You're going to be happy, right? You're going to shout. Oh! Glory to God. Yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine. You know, I was looking. Well, don't mind me though. I was some weeks ago, I was looking at Tesla. And I found out that you can actually order Tesla. On your phone, you just Apple Pay. You can actually pay on Apple, it's just like you are buying something on Amazon. I was like, wow! And I looked at my account and I looked at the price. I said, Nah, this <laughs> <It> doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I saw $70,000 and I looked at my account, and, uh, <laughs> you know. But I'm just like, just imagine. You know those are times imaginations to come to your head, right? I'm human. That was it. No, pastor, I, I, Yeah, I'm human. I felt like that. that I just imagine somebody just, just call me and just say, I got it. I've seen you. I've seen you as, I'm seeing you as yeah. I got it. I can't imagine. I'll just shout glory. I will just, just be jumping around. That day you see me, I'll come to church. I will. My suit will have been so up. Tie. You know I don't like tie, but I'm going to wear that day. Like, Hallelujah. The Lord is more. The Lord is good. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, but that is actually how it is. So when you when you watch movies like that or something, it's not it's not for you to be crying. No, it's actually for you to be excited. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. It's for you to be excited wow, it took this for me. Hallelujah. Crazy. So say, but how should I be excited? You should just be. You just know it now. Don't be pitying and feeling sorry for Jesus. Pitying God, the best way to pity Him is to preach the gospel. Hallelujah! So that what He did is not in vain. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's the best way. If you want to really feel pity or cry, crying, crying prayers when you are weeping over souls, you know, you can get to somebody who is not saved and you can be crying. You know, I, I, I shared the story with some of you. There was a time me and no went for outreach, and there was this guy I was preaching to me, and I was almost in tears. <gülüyor> because I was preaching with passion, I was like, "Jesus died. <gülüyor> Jesus was buried. <gülüyor> Jesus was taken." And legit tears was almost in my eyes. You know that's the best way to cry. That's the best way to cry. The best Sorry, 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 sorry. Calm down. <gülüyor> you know. <gülüyor> I'm giving ever jealousy tips. Oh, so. ever jealousy tips. The best is saying. The best is telling you. I don't believe <gülüyor> why should you believe? The <gülüyor> Imagine the best you, 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 what is going on? Jesus died for your sin. Do you want to perish? <gülüyor> no, don't use that one. Don't use do you want to perish? <gülüyor> but actually, that's a fact of the gospel, though. Yeah, so you know, my pastor was saying a story one time. He said his daughter came to him and said, he ah, said he told his daughter, he said, if you don't believe in gospel, you will perish. He said our family did not build a mansion in evil where is it ah, or nine cow, this is your he said, you have to believe like I believed, or else you go to hell fire. He is it that simple? So don't say because I'm a pastor, oh yeah I'll attach you to my faith. No, you will believe like I believed. So that's 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 basically how it is. That's basically how it is. No, you know that's an evangelism tree. Use it, it's going to work. You just preach to soul you are just on the streets on Person say, leave me, I'm going, I'm going. Uh, I'm, I'm not interested." In... <gülüyor> Why don't you believe Allah? The person will come back. <gülüyor> I lie, a lie. I will soon be lying. <gülüyor> the person will listen to you. <gülüyor> Only evangelizing tree. So he said, Are you trying to get trapped them? So, if you don't get trapped them, what? (laughs) For say that I might save some. (laughs) He said, To the Jews, I became a Jew. To the Gentiles, I became a Gentile. That least save some. So if crying will save some, I'd rather cry more. (laughs) Ah. So he doesn't want to speak in tongues. She just said, Ah, why? Jesus REALLY died so that you can't speak. Why you not wanting to speak? What's happening to me in this service? Come on, did you pray for me? Glory, glory, glory. Oh glory, glory Glory, oh. glory, <laughs> So, you don't feel pity for Jesus. Hallelujah. Rather, you preach. That's the best way to feel pity for him. If you want to cry, instead of watching passion of Christ and crying, you rather cry when you are praying, you cry when you are supplicating, or you cry when you are preaching. There's nothing wrong when you are preaching you are crying. That thing is wrong. Nothing. In fact, the person... Do you know that, as I'm saying it, people will feel your compassion. Some of you just need to cry for people to believe. Some you are just too strong. When when you go for us, don't take this as doctrine. Now it's just look at the pastor say we should always be crying. No, hey, people of God, people in this church, I because I know you. Hey, especially people in Indiana. When you listen to this message, because Tony can listen to this message now. Say, Father said morally. we should be crying. Or Abraham. I can't imagine Abraham crying. No, like how did he they- do? <grift- gülüyor> <gülüyor> <gülüyor> I can't imagine them crying. You know, now. It's not doctrinal. So you don't go to church and say, oh, Pastor, I couldn't get anybody saved. And I say, why? You know, maybe because I did not cry. Ha! What life allows deny you. So you can cry. So you should be rejoicing without the sufferings, you will be held bound. Without Jesus' suffering, you'll be held bound. You know, some of times, some of us have sung, "I don't know why Jesus loves me, Jesus loves me, Jesus loves me." You still don't know why? <laughs> After how many days in salvation, you still don't know why Jesus loves you? You should know why. You should say, no, "You should sing." I know why Jesus loves me. I don't know about you, but I know why. I love you to God. Glory to God. No, know, no, I know why. If you don't know her, then come and see me for special prayers. Or probably I'll write your referral letter I'll just say, okay, let's let's refer you Dr. D.K. Olukaya, let's take you to Montenegro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i just write the letter, Pastor, Dr. D.K. Olukaya, this is a church member who needs your special touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just joking. So, he died to save you. He died to save you from eternal domination. Just like the folks on the road to Emmanuel, I, I need to walk fast now. My time is fast spent and um, I'll finish this. Um just like the road like the folks on the road to Emmanuel, we have trivialized the sufferings of Christ. So this is the message of the entire Bible. How that Christ died, how that he was buried, how that he rose again from the dead, on the third day. I beg you, please, when this message is out, listing, I've, I've done about eight, nine sections already, I think. I think about eight sections, right? I've done a whole lot of explanations on that. So please listen to it again and to, 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 to bless you. So we must preach. So anything we must preach, whether faith, holiness, love, um, whatever, provision, anything, we must develop our message from how Christ died and him crucified. That is the charter of the gospel. I explained to you the charter of the gospel on Tuesday. I said it confirms God's commitment is bound, is born, is fidelity. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17 to 19. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17 to 19. Mm, hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 to 19. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, all things are passed away, behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God, who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to with that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So you were not count they will not owe the record of sins because the gospel is a gift. So we have the message of reconciliation with us. Say, I have the message of reconciliation. I have the message of reconciliation. Like of reconciliation. You're not saying like you it. I have the message of reconciliation. A gift of no condemnation. So you must know this. So, because we don't want our audience to suffer in ignorance. No, you don't want your audience to suffer in ignorance because he... That's why we have we have asked men to give their life to Christ. Where did we get that from? How do people give their life to Christ? People only give their life to Christ in the form of consecration and service to God. But our salvation will receive a life, a dead man doesn't have a life to give. Hallelujah! A dead man doesn't have a life to give. The sinner is a dead man. Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 5. Romans 5 verse 12. The sinner is a dead man. A dead man walking spiritually dead. You know, and I've explained this in the course of the series, you can listen to it. So the sinner had no life, he has no life to give. So salvation is not an exchange, it is a gift to be received. Hallelujah. Salvation is not uh, if you should listen if you read the, our tract or our pamphlets on on the on our brochure, on the ABC of salvation, I explained it this, salvation is is to be it's a gift to be received. So God gives and will receive. God gives, and we receive. So, God, God received nothing from the sinner. In Mark 16, verse 15 to 16, that's the gospel. It says we should go and preach the gospel to every creature. Everyone that believes will be saved. Everyone that believeth not will be So, the audience is to believe the gospel. So, your audience is to believe the gospel. So, when you are preaching on the gospel, your audience is to believe it. To receive... Is to fake John 1 verse 2. John 1 verse John 1 verse 12. Sorry. John 1 verse 12. It says, For as many as received him, John 1 verse 12, to them he gave them power to become sons of God. Receive this from the Greek word lambano. It means to fake, to lay hold of, to accept. Look at John 3. Look at John 3, verse 14 to 16. John 3, verse 14 to 16. Are you getting blessed this evening? John 3, verse 14 to 16. John 3, verse 14 to 16. So, as a local church, we must be strong on teaching the gospel, right? We must, we must. John 3, verse 14 to 16. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must be son of man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So when you believe the gospel, you have received something. Are you getting it? When you believe the gospel, you received, you now have it. So you are not giving it. So no sinner gives anything at salvation. Does it make sense now? We only give our lives in consecration, in service to God. That time we are now saved, but at salvation? You don't give your life to Christ. You receive the life of Christ. So when, they come, so when you see other calls like, Hey, come and give your life to Christ. No, that's wrong. You, you receive the life of Christ. But how do you receive it? By believing the gospel. Not by coming out for other call. It is not even by coming out that makes you believe. Because some people can come out and still they don't believe anything. Because if you ask them, why did they come out? They came out because they don't want to go to hell. That's not the message. Are you seeing me? You know a lot of girls go born again because some of you go born again because you don't want to go to hell. How many of you are like that? I don't know if you're like that. Be sincere, be sincere. Some of you just you're just scared of hell. I'm mean, be sincere. Let me see your hair. Let me see. Let me see. Alright, yeah, sincere people. <coughs> <laughs> Why <is> he, he, <laughs> I was paying to thee <laughs> so <laughs> so, you, so you had nothing to give so in the book of Acts we saw numerous examples look at in Acts 2 verse 38 Acts 2 verse 38 no one gave their life Acts 2 verse 38 Peter said, then Peter said unto them, Repent that we baptize every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That would repent. If you have listened to gifts of the Spirit, I explained, if you have listened to forgiveness of sins, I explain it. Repent, dear, means change your mind adjust to a new mindset. It doesn't mean, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. No, it just means change. So when we say, Father Lord, I repent. It just means, Father Lord, I change my mind towards this. I, I have a new change of mind. I see it better. I see things clearly now. You know? So repent, it just means change your mind. They will throw their minds to the message. So when we are telling the sinner to repent, we know what we are saying. We're not saying, no, start confessing your sin. No, I thought you We started a series on forgiveness of sins. You can lay your hands on that material. So, when they it? say, so, it's basically saying, change your mind. So repentance means a change of mindset. They were to thorn their minds to the message of Christ. I think I explained this in forgiveness of sins, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So it is via believing the gospel. So and when they did, they received the message. In Acts eight verse fourteen, Hat eight verse fourteen, Hat eight verse fourteen, he says, and now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. So Samaria received the message; no one gave So only God does the giving at salvation. Only God. Romans eight verse thirty-two, he gave it all. Romans eight verse 32, How shall he not freely with him give us all things. So, salvation is not a great exchange. It gives freely. If it was an exchange, in that sense, it would have not been free because it would have been conditional. Another classic example we can see is Acts 16. Acts 16, verse 30. Acts 16, verse 30. I'm rounding up now. Acts 16 verse 30. Look at it. He says, and he brought them out and said, Sass, what must I do to be saved? Look at the response. I want everybody, to, let's read it together. Acts 16. Acts 16, verse 31. What did they say? Acts 16, verse 31. One, two, ready, go. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. That's all. Did you see that? That's all. Believe on the Lord Jesus. And what are you to believe on? The message. Believe. So when you preach the gospel to people, you will see the convictions in their hearts. Hallelujah. You preach. And that's why you must know what you are saying. You are not going to tell them, put your hand in fire. You are going to burn. That's not the message. Hellfire is not the message. Acquire to, aspire to, desire to, retire to, retire to, aspire to, to then now go to hellfire. That's not the message. Motivational speaking is not the message. I've always told you. Comedy is not the message. Drama is not the message. The message is centered on Christ. Do you see that you can't act? You can't fully... You know, if you have listened... If you have watched... If you have listened to us so far, if you have followed us in this series so far, especially I explained the death, the burial, and the resurrection, do you see notice that nobody can act that? How do you want to act the death? How that death God died physical, Jesus died spiritually first, and spirit, How do you want to act that? You have to preach it. Oh, it has to be written. Are you seeing it? That's how it works. I explained to you the ascension. Are you hacked the ascension? How that the blood of Jesus is the life of Jesus? I explained that to you. You should, you should probably lay your hands on this. I explained what the blood means. All those, I plead the blood of Jesus, listening to this series. When it's out, you listen. I explained all of those things. So, no apostle thought procedures or steps. A lot of us have grown up with steps. Number one, accept. Number two, confess your sin. Number three, thank him. Number four, they are, you know, How is, how is the precedence? Thank him. Repent your sins. Then now ask what you want. Then now thank him again. Then seal it with amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name fire. <laughs> There's one church I went to, then I said they after fire, then I say holy ghost. Ah ah. Ah ah. You say in Jesus' name, amen, 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 fire. Then I say holy ghost. Ah. Uh-uh. <laughs> and you say the amen several times. I remember I would never forget my friends and she said, she said. The say where I went, the say where I came. Nothing changed. <laughs> so, there was no step. You know, a lot of us, I grew up learning steps like sanctification. After you are saved, people will know what I'm saying because we had a zeal. We used to use those times. Um, <laughs> we had a zeal there. So, you are born again. After you are born again, you, are, you ask God for forgiveness. And you're born again, then after you go through sanctification class, justification class, I think I thought on our sanctification. How many of you have listened to that? Did you notice? Did you see what sanctification means (laughs) then? Does it mean what they (laughs) taught you when you were younger? How many of you have listened to our sanctification? You should listen to it. So there's sanctification, justification, holiness then you now do righteousness, righteousness too, then you now do water baptism, then you now do Holy Spirit baptism. So look at this thing before you even speak it out. Look at that. That's why, that's why when I started speaking in tongues, I used to tell you the story. My mother did not believe. My mother said, no, that's fake. I said, no, you that you stole my money. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. You know. So, gospel must be preached. God's commitment, God's charter, is to do nothing. He gave all. God has done everything. Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. Ephesians 2.8 to 9. I'm trying to round up actually. I'm really trying my best to round up. Ephesians 2 8 to 9. It says, For by grace he has saved. True faith and not of yourself; it is the gift of God, not of works, less than immeasurable. So salvation leads us simply giving glory to Christ alone by grace alone. True faith. We've asked the sinner to surrender all. <laughs> when we say, you know you tell the sinner surrender all to Christ, that's not being a good ambassador of the message. Are you say, You know when, when we say we we are ambassadors of Christ, it means we represent things well, right? If they say you are an ambassador of a country, I was involved with the United Nations some years ago and we used to go for all those United Nations um, meetings and all of those things. And sometimes they would give us countries in the pre-practice. They would give us, I remember I was given a country like South Sudan. So I had to do a research, I had to study South Sudan. Then I had to represent South Sudan. So now I was to speak on the issues going on in South Sudan and speak like I was in South Sudan. So, I'm going to tell the people, I'm going to tell them in the General Assembly that South Sudan is going through so, 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 and so. We need so, so, and so help in our country. We are going through this, we are going through that. It was a whole lot of research. I had to do, okay, we don't have this, we don't have that, we don't have this. You're going to speak like a good ambassador, right? Because you know what you want. That's the same way we should be for the gospel. You are representing Christ. You, when you are Hathorn, you, you are an ambassador. He's walking through you. He's speaking through you. Hallelujah, he is. So you are representing the message. So when you start speaking something contrary, you are not representing the message properly. Are you seeing that? You're not. So when you are, when you are speaking, when you are talking to your friend, when you are talking to your roommate, your classmate, your classmate, people, your workers your people on the street, people in Walmart, people in Wegmans, people in Kroger. Oh, Kroger is not in New York, right? Oh, he's not in Rochester. Oh, he's not in the entire New York. He's not in the entire New York? Wow, okay, cool. Is Crogon in Maryland? Ah, so Indiana is still God's place. (laughs) Just joking. So, the sinner is to believe and receive. We are not to end anything. Jesus ended for us. You know, one, one danger of another gospel is that Another gospel always has its fruit. Because we subtly base, we, 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 we tell them, when we tell people another gospel, it's going to produce its own fruit. People are going to think though. People are going to think, do you notice some, how many of you noticed that? Learning the gospel, I mean the right one, makes you spiritually smart. How many of you, how many of you have noticed that? Spiritually smart. You just, you know how to, navigate your way through like you don't know this is not god this is god you just you're just smart one danger of another gospel is you turn you tend to be so dull you're just like oh my god you just you just dull so the danger in another gospel is that it has its truth So today we have evolved a man-based christianity or better still christianism we have told men that god remains unmoved until they do something. A lot of us think that God will not do anything until they do something. That they must give to be blessed. Imagine That's what we, that's what we preach in churches today. Give to be blessed. Thank God we've done the teaching on culture of giving. layers on you. You don't give to be blessed. You give because God has blessed you. I don't know if you remember that culture of giving. You give because God has blessed you. That's a dangerous materialistic gospel and it's prevailing in America today. There is something called the american gospel that that is so loud on money prosperity message everyone God, prosperity message. just imagine that how do you expect people like jeff bezos to be born again if every everywhere we everywhere la- you see why we have to get on tv not because we really want to not because we we're in a competition with anybody we have to be on tv because we have to put the right thing outside let people listen to the right thing you see why we have to be on radio station See where well, we have to be on on news channels also, if we can if it's possible? See where well, we have to be on, on online? So that the right thing is coming out. How do, how would somebody like Big Gates get born again if everything is here in his prosperity message? Big Gates is prosperous, right? Materially. Is donating his wealth to charity. I mean, imagine someone does not know what to do with his money again. He's not giving it to charity. You know, it's just like what um, Proverbs said: "Everything is vanity." He has finally now discovered <laughs> that money is vanity. You know, you now you say, "Ah, me! If I had that money, I can never give it to charity." You know, it's because you have not had the money. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So how do? Because. That's wrong. Marty, they'll tell you sold $1 for that for uh, sold $91 for $91 blessing. A woman once said, um, my, my children married as virgins, so sold a thousand dollars so that your own children will marry as virgins. What a gospel. <laughs> what a gospel. You're surprised? It's happening in this America people tell you come and buy prayer shawl. I mean, if you know prayer shawl, those things they bring from Israel. They tell you buy prayer shawl, fifty dollar. The Lord is going to bless you. Yeah. They sell a holy water here in this same America. Yeah. On TV, they tell you buy holy water that is going to cleanse you something. Holy water. Ha. Just water that you get in fountain <laughs> water fountain. They not told they now packages in like a bottle. That is holy water. Any water I drink is holy. Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> because the bo- the hand holding it is an holy hand. I don't know about you. Is this lifting up holy? So my hands are holy. <laughs> so $60 for a blessing. Man, I think I need to be making money. I should just come to church tomorrow and say, if you want to get healed today, <laughs> you want to get here, you want God to really hear you in this service tomorrow? <laughs> so me <it'll be> $50. <laughs> Bro, You know, people are gonna give newcomers though, not you, because I, I feel like all of you ID, <laughs> you guys, yeah, you just stand up and say, Nah, Pastor has missed it, Pastor has missed it. Let's just be going, let's be going. No, we we'll come back when your pastor gets it right. <laughs> so, it's, it's just an American God that likes those things. I mean, that God likes dollars. <laughs> yeah. So, just imagine, I say. So if you want to get a prayer show, a, a, a something from you know people go to Israel and go and bring things and come and sell to Christians, as a it's holy holy land. Oh, you don't know, guys. Where have you guys been? Don't you watch TV? They say, let's say they bring like a waste bead or something. Then not tell you, it, it came from holy land. Fifty dollar, and you see believers rushing towards it. I'm like, yeah. Well, that's because that's what they are supposed to, and some of the, some of the times they deserve what they got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, some people would so deserve it. <laughs> so. anyway, you already know the gospel. Go to God. So He has blessed us without asking for anything. He has blessed us. He has blessed us without asking for anything read second corinthians 9 verse 8. he has blessed us without asking for anything so he gives it to the sower so giving your life to christ give it to god surrender so, to him then he will save you that's not the gospel that's not the gospel you receive the life of christ you don't give to be evil you don't it, it's unconditional that's why i always tell you so you know some of some times when you guys go preach or go heal the sick, people give you money. I thought you don't collect it. You are not doing it for freely. Have you given it freely? Should you receive? You get it, so you don't you don't sell God's things for money. If told them the guys have your money perish with you because you thought you can purchase God's gift with money. So he gave. So we must stop those false gospel and preach the real one. Are you getting it? And i tell you something. I I don't know about you, but I believe, as I finish this and will continue next year, I believe um, the Gospel is the solution to the problem of humanity. Romans 1.16 says, I am not ashamed of the power of God, for it is the For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to those that believe. The message is this problem is the way to solve humanity. Bidding cannot solve the problem of the United States. It's not possible. If Biden leaves, Joe Biden leaves, another president comes back, gives you sweet thought, is still not going to solve all the problems. Nope, no man can do that. Only the gospel can satisfy his soul. LGBTQ community can satisfy man. Black lives matter can satisfy man. What satisfies the gospel? The gospel is the answer to the problem of humanity. You want people to stop killing people one another? Preach the gospel. You want people to stop doing drugs, preach the gospel. You want people to stop smoking, preach the gospel. You want people to stop engaging in so many crime raids? preach the gospel. I also tell you, I believe Rochester, I don't know of other cities, but I believe that we are in God's resting place by the Spirit of God. And I know and I'm sure that Rochester, by the power of God, we will see glory days in this city. Every street in this city will be flooded with God's light. And when I mean every street, I mean even every house, every county, every looks and is will be flooded with God's light. It will come to a time, police will not have a, police will just, police, will, police work will be for churches. There will be people, security guards trying to assist in parking. That will be the work of police very soon in this city. Because we were so flawed. Every looks and crown with the gospel. We're going to get loud and in this. Get ready. We're going to be on TV. We're going to be on radio station. We started with pamphlets already gradually. We're getting there gradually. Like I told you, we're going to send all of these materials. My, 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 my journey now is that we're going to send all of these materials to nations. We're going to start sending it to different places, you know. We we'll light up every city with the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. And every heart will be saved. Darkness falsehood will give way to the truth of Christ. And it's going to happen in our days. Because one thing that the light of God's word does, as we are preaching, is giving you light. It's making you understand better. It's making you know more. So, that, as I just taught you tonight now, one of the things that teachings like this does. Is that it enlarges your brain? It makes you know how to handle questions of men. It makes you know how to handle preachings. You know, makes you know. How to... It makes you smarter in your outreaches. That's what it does. So when you start to preach this same message, you are preaching with, you with gusto and power and confidence. The message, see, is the only solution to the problem of humanity. Good hospitals is not the solution. Is it good for hospitals? Yes. COVID vaccine is not the solution. Boosters is not the solution. The solution is the gospel. If men are saved, just imagine, just imagine 100,000. Now, Rochester is about 200,000 people, 202,000 people. So let's imagine 100,000, half of these 200,000 people are saved, filled, church going, they are committed to the world. Do you know that crime will be reduced in this city? Do you know that the city will be forced not to be working on Sunday? People will not be working on Sunday because Christians will not be there. Christians won't pick a job on a Sunday because they know that I have to be in church. So, operations, office operations, because just imagine even the manager is a Christian. Right? He's going to close down his work because he has to be in church on Sunday. Are you saying the gospel is the solution? It's just the solution. Think about any problem you can think of that I'm not even mentioning. The gospel is the solution. It is the only. I told you in harvest this year, I told you, I said the gospel is the only solution to the problem of humanity. It is the only solution. There is no other solution other than the gospel. Other solutions are temporary, they're just fixes. So just quick fix, quick fix, and quick fix don't last. But the permanent solution is the gospel, and that's what we are preaching. Hallelujah! It's not the fear of hell. No, no, don't preach, don't preach hell. No, no one goes to hell because they are because they they lied. No, no one goes to hell. They only go to hell because they because they reject the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, preach the right thing how that Christ died, how that he was buried, how that he rose again. That's the message. If you want to see your family on the last day, now this is looking like I'm scaring you, but that's the truth. If you, want to look, if you want to see your family on the last day, you want to see your roommate on the last day, you want to see your co-worker on the last day, and you love them so much, preach to them. Preach to them. It is the only solution to the problem of humanity. Have you been blessed? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Let's bow our heads quickly and make a commitment in your heart. Make a commitment to the Lord this evening and tell the Lord that you'll preach and um, you would commit your life to him to preach the gospel, to be more focused on teaching and preaching. Uh, Commit your heart this evening.